If you could change any choices you have ever made, would you? You can always make another choice and change the course of your success. Everyone has the potency to make inspired choices. Get ready to listen, share, and experience the creativity that is you. Now, here is the host of Inspired Choices Radio Show, Christine McIver. Hello, 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 my friends. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Inspired Choices Show. I am your host, Christine McIver, and tonight we have another great show for you. It's actually our third in the Conversations series, Courageous Conversations series, and I'm super, super excited to bring this one to you tonight because it's something that I have actually worked in the area that I've worked in, um, both in the, my current profession and in my previous profession. So if you're just joining, I am Christine McIver. I am your host here at Inspired Choices Show here on the Inspired Choices Network. And tonight we're going to be talking about courageous conversations with teams, with your team. And if this is the first time that you are listening, let me tell you a little bit about me and then we'll jump right into the show. We are, we are actually, um, <laughs> I don't know what is going on here, having some fun. Anyways, we are going to be talking about, as I said, courageous conversations with your team. And I, Christine McIver, my first profession was um, in human resources. And in human resources, um, you know, I was often talking about talking with managers about their teams. So this is right up my alley. Now, what I do now, um, sorry. I just have to get a message to somebody. What I do now is I actually, I am a business coach. I'm a strategic business coach. And I work with individuals and organizations to really look at where do they want to be in their business? Where do they want to take their business? And what do they want their business to actually look like now and in the future? That is, I love doing things like that. I, it really lights me up when I'm working with individuals that bring their business forward in a whole new way. So that's super, super fun. And to do it from the space of pleasure. You know, we don't think about business in pleasure uh, coming together. And I absolutely love business and I love what I do. And I absolutely love that I get to play in business all the time. So that's one of the biggest things that I do. I also work with individuals, coaching individuals within relationships. I have a program called Divorce with Dignity. Um, it's a little unusual, but it's a course that's been very, very successful with a number of individuals um, around divorce, actually becoming divorced and doing it with much more ease than most people do, or actually moving beyond the um, impact that divorce has had on them and creating a relationship with their ex um, that actually is nurturing to both. So that's another thing that I do. I, you know, there's a lot of things that I do, but those are two of the big things that I really, really love to do is working with individuals to create the life, the life that they would love to have and actually working in business. That's a big, big thing. And of course, I am the owner and the founder of the Inspired Choices Network. So I get to work with so many different individuals that want to bring their voice to the world. And if you're one of them, please reach out to me. If you're looking for, if you've ever thought about having having a podcast or having a TV show, 
I'm the person to connect with. So you can find me, Christine, at inspiredchoices.ca for my email, or you can find me here on inspiredchoicesnetwork.com or on my personal website, inspiredchoices.ca. Okay, so let's get into tonight's show. So as I said, we're talking about courageous conversations with your team. What if it could be a huge gift to be able to have courageous conversations with your team? And maybe you have a team, maybe you don't. But I'm going to, um, if you're in your own business, I'm going to tell you, you do have a team, even if you're not paying payroll. So we'll get to that in a little bit. Uh, What about if you were to able to learn to have courageous conversations that, you know, does take courage and it also takes the willingness to have ease when most will expect to only have upset and anger. Can you imagine really expecting to have ease with your conversations? Most of us don't. Most of us go into this with like, oh, this is not going to be good. So during this episode, I'm going to be sharing tangible experiences of having courageous conversations with your team as well as how to move through the challenges as you learn. So very first thing I want you to know is no matter where you are in your business, all right, having courageous conversations is going to be part of being in your own business, all right? Being in business, working within an organization, you know, being in a family, actually being a human. (laughs) Being a human, you're going to have courageous conversations. Now, most people that I know will do whatever they can to avoid the courageous conversations. They will just be like, nope, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to think about it. I just like, they will avoid. How many of you have actually done everything you could to avoid being in a courageous conversation? You're just like, "Ah, no, this is too much. It's too much. Well, people spend way more energy trying to avoid the conversations than if they would just have it. If you would just have these conversations, you're going to be so surprised as you start to apply some of the tools I'm going to share tonight, how much easier it becomes. So the very first thing that I want to talk about is, and I want you to really, you know, if you've got a piece of paper and a pen, you can make some notes. This would be great. But I want you to think about and write down people that are part of your team. Now, if you're a solopreneur and you're not, um, you're not playing, uh, paying payroll rather, um, it may seem like you don't have any team members and you do, you do have team members. So think of maybe the people that you've hired as consultants. They are part of your team. So write their names down. Now think about some third party providers that you have that make your business work. They are part of your team, all right? You want to think about third-party providers as part of your team because you wouldn't be hiring those third parties to execute anything in your business if you didn't need them, right? So anybody that you need in your business becomes part of your team, even if you've never met in person. You want to have great relationships and you want to have the ability to have courageous conversations with everyone. So that's a very, very important part of of the really starting to look at the courageous conversations piece. Okay. So look at those individuals. Now I want you to also think about think about those individuals that you have hired. So maybe you've hired a coach or maybe you have a mentor. 
or maybe you are taking a course from someone, you're someone you're learning from. They're also contributing to you, expanding your education and your awareness, and that is actually adding to your business. So they are a subset of your team as well. They're starting to, to really contribute to you in assisting you to expand your business. Now, what I really want you to understand is, while those people, you may not be having the same types of courageous conversations with them, having vulnerable conversations with those individuals is key. It's key that when you understand that you are continuously going to be learning and growing in your business in order for you to be able to stay current and relevant and to be able to connect your business with people that are looking for your business now, those individuals that you're learning and growing from are going to contribute to, to that expansion. Keep this in mind, my friends, that you're, you're never, it, the minute you stop growing, the minute you stop learning, your, your energy shifts, okay? And if you've listened to the other Courageous Conversation shows, I've been talking about energy as well in those ones. And when your energy shifts, the minute that your energy shifts uh, for you, the business owner, and in your business, the energy of the business shifts. When that starts to occur, all right, the attraction to your business, the energetic attraction to your business is also going to change. It's going to shift. So therefore, the people that are currently your customers and your clients, they may no longer be energetically pulled to you. So when you are refusing to grow and expand and continuing to add to your expansion, you change your business, all right? And, and that, my friends, is something you need to keep top of mind. Oh, so we have Karen in the chat room. She says, the minute you stop learning, the minute you stop growing, your energy shifts. The energetic attraction to your business will also will change. Cool. Thanks. I'm glad you love that, Karen. And it's so important for you to get. This is something that I, I try to really show all of my clients, especially my business clients, is your energy as the business owner, it will have an impact on your business, on your current business and on your future business. And when you understand that and you pull yourself out of the worry and the pity party and oh, poor is me, I want you to understand that you are in the driver's seat. That if something was not working in the past and you start to understand that you have the power to change the energy, then you have the power to drive your business in the direction that you desire to, all right? That's a really, really important piece. And that piece is the piece that can actually shift your business from something that you do to something that you love. And who doesn't want to love what they do, right? Most of us are asking the question, what's my purpose? What should I be doing? What should I be choosing? Why am I not happy? Why am I not making money? This, all those wise, 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 right? Well, most people, I, no, I'm going to say all people, <laughs> all people that are in that space, they're not coming from the space of pleasure and joy. And they believe that they are at the effect of things. And no, you're not at the effect of anything unless you choose to turn off your awareness to the strength and the 
and the knowledge and the awareness that you have. You, my friend, you're a powerhouse. Maybe you just don't realize it yet, but you are. So a powerhouse and somebody that's going to move forward is going to have connections. They're going to have team members, whether those team members are on your payroll or not. And some of the team members that you have are not going to be in body. That's right. I said it. You have spiritual team members as well. And you can also have courageous conversations with your spiritual team members. Now, I know, Christine, you're a little wacky. Have you been drinking something tonight? No, no, I haven't. I'm bringing to you exactly what I've been doing and learning and growing in my life and in my business. And while we're, you might be in a body or out of a body, you're still present. You're still, you still have energy. You still have the ability to contribute and you have the ability to drive your life in other directions. I believe in reincarnation. I believe that we come back again and again and again, and we have choices. We have choices to come back and we have choices to drive the direction that we want to go in. You're not a victim and you're certainly not um, incapable of having courageous conversations. So we're going to go off to our first break in just a minute. And when we come back, we're going to start to dive into, I want to give you some examples of courageous conversations, how they usually go and how they can go. And then we're going to jump into some tools. All right. So you are listening to the Inspired Choices show here on the Inspired Choices Network. I am your host, Christine McIver. If you're listening live and you're not with us in the chat room or in Zoom, please come on over, inspiredchoicesnetwork.com forward slash chat room. You can come in there. You can ask any questions or make any comments. And I would love to have you join us. So stay tuned, my friends. We'll be right back after this break. Many of us make choices in our lives based on our past experiences or what others believe. What would our lives be like if we made our choices based on what we desire for our futures? When you join Inspired Choices Radio Show with coach Christine McIver, You'll be provoked to look at what is true and what you know, but may not choose, that requires your attention. Christine does not hold back and brings all her expertise during each and every show. Are you ready to create the life and the living you truly desire? Listen for Inspired Choices Radio Show every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 7 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Mountain, and 5 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is the Inspired Choices Show with Coach Christine McIver. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email. 
by sending to christine at inspiredchoices.ca. Now, back to the program. All right, my friends, welcome back to the show. I am your host, Christine McIver, here on the Inspired Choices show here on the Inspired Choices Network. And tonight we're talking about courageous conversations with your team. Now, if you missed the first segment, please do go back and listen to it. One of the big things that I wanted you to understand from that first segment is the minute you stop learning, the minute you stop growing, your energy shifts. The energetic attraction to your business also changes. As well, there are many team members that are part of your team, whether you're paying them by payroll, on a payroll or not. And having those conversations are so, so critical. So when was the last time you actually had what you would consider a courageous conversation? Think about that. Most people um, that are in their own business, so I'm going to come at it from that aspect. Most people that are in their own business, they believe they're the boss, all right? And they also believe that when they have to have the conversation, it's going to be um, unpleasant. It's going to be challenging. People are going to not be happy. Um, they might come from the aspect of it's going to be a fight. It's going to end badly. If you've had courageous conversations like that in the past, then yes, I can see where your mind would go to that, that that's what you expect is going to happen. But I'm telling you right now, that does not necessarily need to be the way that it is. Imagine having a courageous conversation, and I'm calling it that because to have the courage to step forward in the uncomfortable, that's what it is. A courageous conversation is having the courage to step forward in the uncomfortable with, and this is the important part, with the you know, emphasis on creating something greater for everyone involved. That's what a courageous conversation is about. So I want you to really look at what does a courageous conversation to mean to me? Ask yourself that question. And when look at what is coming to mind when you're asking that question. Do you instantly think about a time where you had a conversation with somebody and it was a big fight? Do you automatically think, just get this terrible physical reaction that it was you know, painful or sad or it turned out bad or you just avoided it like crazy? Think about that, all right? And I want you to really start to look at the possibility that this is where you're having the courage to have the uncomfortable conversation in order to create greater for everyone involved. Um, so someone in the chat room says, I go into hesitation and I can feel it in my stomach, right? Well, oftentimes when we are having a, a body, re, um, our body reacts to something, many of us have been taught that our body is telling us something. And usually when it's a negative reaction, a lot of people go into, well, that means that I'm not supposed to do that. That's not necessarily always the situation because you're not actually asking a question, right? You're, what you are doing is you are reliving a past experience, anticipating that that is what the future conversation or experience is going to be. 
So this is where we really want to dive into this tonight and we really want to look at this. I want to give you a couple examples of some courageous conversations that I have had to have. I remember the first time, and I've probably said this a couple of times, given this example a couple of times previously. I remember the first time I was part of a team and we actually had to fire somebody because I was in human resources for many, many years. That was my first career. And when we had to fire somebody, I remember going in there and the tension in the room was just palpable. It was so awful. And I was shaking. I was shaking because I immediately went to, um, this person's going to be angry. This person's going to be upset. We're going to hurt them. Like I just, that's all I had in my mind was that's what was going to going to take place. And when the um, individuals that were speaking, I wasn't speaking, I was just observing. When the individuals that began to speak started to speak with this person, there was anger and there was disappointment and there was resentment. And that's what led the whole conversation, whether the words um, that were actually physically said were super angry, that was the energy behind all of it. So I immediately started to go into a really uncomfortable space around the thought of having to fire somebody, of having to fire somebody was like, it was so incredibly overwhelming. Now, at this point in my career, you know, I had been in human resources for a number of years, but before I was um, one of my first jobs in human resources, I was actually fired from that job. <laughs> How many people to actually tell you that? I was fired from that job and I remember, um, you know, so my personal experience was I started shaking and I was sweating and I, I think I was having like maybe like a mini panic attack or something that was happening at the time. I felt shut down. I felt um, that I was misjudged and I definitely was at the effect of some interesting choices. Um, there was nepotism to a degree within the organization. And while one, the person that actually made the final decisions uh, initially said, oh, this is fantastic. I love what you're doing. Someone else, you know, related to found out they didn't like it and they had more clout with that, the, the, the um, decision maker than I did. And that's how I got fired because I wasn't doing something the way that they liked it. Doesn't matter. I had a negative experience. And so fast forward when I was then going to be in the role of being the person making the decisions or driving the final decision with the, uh, the employees, the idea of firing somebody made me so uncomfortable, right? We operate based on our past experiences. And that actually is not necessarily the way that it needs to go. So as I learned to grow in human resources and grow as the professional, I started to really understand, I looked at my own situation and I started to really understand what was really possible with termination. I know that had I not been terminated from that job, that I wouldn't have had that human resources director role. And I'll tell you why, because oftentimes if we're not challenged and we're not pushed to something else, we will stay where we're most comfortable. And if you don't have to challenge yourself, it's comfortable. You will stay in comfort, even if that comfort is not super satisfying. 80% of people change out of pain 
and only 20% of people change out of pleasure. In other words, we often run from something as opposed to run towards something. And that's true. That's why a lot of people don't leave a job unless they are fired. Well, I was fired from that job, but I actually hired myself forward because I continued to grow. And the next job that I was in, it was a stepping stone for sure. It wasn't a, a manager, an HR manager role, but it was a stepping stone. And when I got into that role, there was a number of things about that organization that I was not happy about. And so I was determined that I wasn't going to be fired this time. I was going to find what really was going to light me up and move me forward. So I didn't have to be in that position. Well, that did actually occur for me. So that was great. But then back to actually having these courageous conversations with employees. Well, what I started to do within the organization was be upfront, vulnerable, and honest with individuals. So many people are hesitant, are hesitant to actually be very direct and very straightforward. We're all so focused on and worried about what's going to happen in the future that we're not here, right here, right now, being present in our conversations. So what happened, what started to occur um, with me and employees was when there was a challenge, i.e. there was a problem, I would bring them into the room and I would sit down and I would have a very detailed, very extensive conversation to understand where they were coming from, what was occurring, and where the organization and what the role, what was required in the role to move them forward. And I was always very clear with them. And that's something that most people are not doing with their team members, right? We all want to be happy and we all want to think, oh, we have the greatest team. It's just amazing. And then when things start to get bumpy, we don't want to have those conversations. So what is so, so important is to be straight up with somebody. And one of the biggest things, if this is around job performance, most people are looking at the person as though, you know, this person is not doing their job, they're messing up, they're just not right, and they're really focused on um, more, the, more than the actions of the person, they're oftentimes more focused on the, what, they're, what they're doing, how they're doing it, and that they're doing it bad, that they're being bad, and that they are just, they're just screwing up. They, so they're, they're looking at the person from a personal perspective, and they're not actually looking at the facts. So what 99% of the time, what happens when someone is terminated from a position, it is because they are not fulfilling the role, the tasks of the job. So when you go out for a job and you're hired for a job, right, you are given a job description and you're given job duties. And it's very clear, okay, so this is what you're gonna do, Bill. You're gonna do this and this and this and this. These are the things that this role requires, right? These are the things this role requires. And then Bill goes, okay, yeah, I can do those things. And you know, you check their references and you check, you go through their experience and their education and all of it and everything. When you finally make that decision, it, there's a match, right? There's a match with that person and that job. 
Now, what happens is as they go along and they're learning the job and they're working within the work environment, that's where things start to go off. Most people take things very personally and most managers that are, are actually managing these individuals take things personally that they're not doing a good job. But what I want to challenge people, and I did all of the time, was challenge them back to here's the job. Here's the job description. Here's the job duties that, that you were hired to do. We have a problem. And discuss the problem in relation to these job duties are not being done. Find out, do they need training? Do they need some additional support? Is there something going on where they need um, support from something personally that's happening outside of, the, outside of work? Is there, is there something going on in the work environment with other team members that are impacting them? You have to dig deeper. If you have the conversation, and this is what I did, I would have at least two, if not three conversations around the job description and the job duties not getting, being fulfilled, I would ask them every single time. So are you able to still do these job duties that you agreed to do when you were hired? And they will get, if you are honest with someone, with a team member, and you keep coming back to this is what the role requires, this is what the job requires, you keep coming back to that with them again and again, eventually the person will oftentimes say, you know what, I don't think I'm a fit for this anymore. The point is they're never going to be surprised. When they're working with me, they're never gonna be surprised that there's not a good fit. And one of the greatest things that you can do is honor that person and honor yourself by talking about what you've hired them for and what is missing in the job duties, right? This is not about them personally. I mean, sure, if they've done something really awful, something illegal or something immoral, and you need to address that, okay, but that's generally not where the issue is. Oftentimes, we're disappointed or you're disappointed in their performance. That's where you want to come around to the job duties. All right. We are up to our second break. When we get back, I'm going to dive in even more around having these courageous conversations and what you, the boss, the leader, what is really important for you to do in preparation for those conversations. Stick around, my friends. You're listening to Inspired Choices with your host, Christine McIver, here on the Inspired Choices Network. We'll be right back. Many of us make choices in our lives based on our past experiences or what others believe. What would our lives be like if we made our choices based on what we desire for our futures? When you join Inspired Choices Radio Show with coach Christine McIver, you'll be provoked to look at what is true and what you know but may not choose that requires your attention. Christine does not hold back and brings all her expertise during each and every show. Are you ready to create the life and the living you truly desire? Listen for Inspired Choices Radio Show every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 7 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Mountain, and 5 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com.
How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. This is the Inspired Choices Show with Coach Christine McIver. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to Christine at InspiredChoices.ca. Now, back to the program. All right, all right, all right. Welcome back, everybody. You are listening to Inspired Choices. I'm Christine McIver, your host. Tonight, we're talking about courageous conversations with your team. So in the first segment, we talked about who's on your team. Even there are people on your team that aren't even on your payroll. Important, important for you to see that. And I'll tell you why that's super, super important. (laughs) Because when you see people as important members of your team, you actually dig deep to have courageous conversations, all right? You don't just say, forget it, get rid of them. I want somebody else, all right? If that's something that you do, if you've done that, you are not doing yourself a favor and you're not doing your business a favor. When you're not willing to grow and expand and really stretch yourself into being more capable more of a professional, more inclined to maybe get nervous, but still have those conversations, then you're not ready for your business to grow. And that may be hard to hear, but it's the absolute truth. How can you be a leader of your business when you're avoiding things? How? How are you ever going to be the true leader that your heart desires you to be? And you are that person if you're listening to this show. How are you ever going to be the person in your heart that you desire to be, the leader that you desire to be, if you're avoiding anything? How? You, you know what? The leader, we, we've often think, thought, and I remember thinking this growing up and for many, many years in, in business, we often thought that the leader was the one who had it easy. The boss was the one that had it easy. Everybody else was, was the worker bees. No. <laughs> That is not true and it shouldn't be true. If you want to stay, keep your company moving forward, especially in today's world where things are changing so quickly, so dynamically, and the way that we operate in our businesses change so fast, we have a smarter customer. We have a smarter um, clientele. We have a much more... um, adaptable and educated and competent group of individuals that are on our team. People are well aware of what's going on. They're well aware of their rights. They're well aware of how they should be treated. And they're well aware of the other opportunities that are out there. I mean, let's face it, my friends, every single time you turn over a team member, do you know what? 
and this might be a statistic you don't know about, but every time you turn over a team member that's actually an employee that you're paying payroll to, it costs you six months of that position's uh, payroll before that person is fully trained in the role. The average person today is not staying in their current company for more than two and a half years. So what does that mean? It means that you are losing all the payroll that you're putting out, you're losing one fifth. One fifth of that payroll is just gone. It's a very different story if people stay with the organization you know, 10 years plus, that's a completely different thing. That's an investment in a long-term employee, but get it straight. That's not happening anymore. People are not staying as long. They have different desires. Companies have to adapt. You have to recalibrate the way that you're doing things. And the first thing that has to be recalibrated is the leader. The leader is the one that must continue to expand and grow and challenge themselves to be better every single solitary day because you your role is paramount in the way that everyone operates within the organization and with with your all of your clients and your customers you have got to be ahead of this game and you have got to be challenging yourself to be the best that you can be right you're the leader you lead lead by example Start to teach people how to have courageous conversations. How do you do that? By having courageous conversations with them first, right? Imagine that. So let's get back to the example that I was giving from an HR perspective. I learned to respect individuals based on um, my own experience. And when I started to coach um team members that were struggling within an environment, I also realized that like myself, they may no longer be a fit for that position. And like myself, maybe there was something greater out there for them. Oftentimes we think when things go bad, it's because there's something wrong. That's not necessarily true. My personal experience and my experience with other or people that have worked within my organization is when they have left the position that they held with me, it was because there was something greater, something they were growing into that was waiting for them. And that's awesome. You know, whenever I hire somebody, whenever somebody's on my team, I don't see them as a forever person. I know that two things in the world happen. We all die and all relationships end. And as a leader, when you can honor that these people are going to continue and grow like you did, and you can treat them with dignity and respect and really get to know what it is that they want to accomplish, where they're at with, with you, and maybe beyond you, you can set up a completely different, respectful, honoring, dignified relationship with your team members, right? So you're not pushing them. You're not trying to control them. They're actually part of your team and you're a part of that team. You're not just leading the team, but you're also part of that team. So if you're expecting them to have courageous conversations with you know, maybe people they're managing, or you're expecting them to have courageous conversations with third-party providers or with clients or customers, well, then you damn well better be having that with them. 
And the first place to start is from the place of what is my intention going into this conversation? And I'm telling you right now, my friends, do not, do not avoid these conversations. Because what will happen is as you avoid these conversations, the issue is not going to go away. The issue is going to get greater and greater and greater. And so while that issue gets greater, guess what? Your frustration starts to get greater and greater. Frustration can lead into resentment. When you lead into resentment, your behavior towards that individual is going to become overt. They're going to start to experience this. They're going to start to feel like, why is this person angry at me? Why are they not talking to me? Why are they mistreating me? Why are they being passive aggressive? You know, they are going to pick up on it. Remember the first, the first language we all learn is energy. We know when somebody's mad at us, even if we don't know why they're mad at us. We don't even need to ever talk to them or be even in the room with them. And we will know when somebody's mad at us. We can just pick up on the energy of them. The minute you think about them, you will get an energy of, of what is happening and it will come in. It might surprise you. So when something does surprise you, when you are about to have this conversation, be willing to be kind, be willing to be vulnerable and be willing to be direct. Don't beat around the bush. Don't play games with your words. Don't try and trick them into doing something. Don't try and get them to figure it out, right? Like maybe if I'm mad enough, they'll just start to get better at something. No, don't do that. That is gonna hurt you. It's gonna hurt your body. It's gonna hurt them. It's gonna hurt the relationship. It's gonna hurt your business. It's gonna hurt your bank account. It's going to impact your customers and your clients. It's going to have an effect everywhere. This is what I ask. This is what I do when I need to have a courageous conversation with someone. Hey, Bill, do you have a few minutes we could chat? Right? I don't say I need to have a conversation with you because that word just sends everybody off because we all have these preconceived ideas. It's going to be bad, right? So Bill and I will get on, the, on usually on Zoom because I'm not um, in physical presence with my team. And, and I will just, you know, first of all, have something light. So how are you? You know, what's going on? And I might even say, if I get the, the inclination, I might even say, are you still happy working with us? Are you still happy working with me? Are you still happy working on the team? You know, you might want to use one or two or maybe all three of those questions. When you ask the question, listen, be quiet and listen very thoroughly. Be an active listener. Hear what their words are watch their body language, listen to what your body is saying about what they're saying. If they say, oh yeah, I'm good, please know that they're probably not. Just say, yeah, what is it about that you really still like working you know, with the team? What is it about the, the position that you're enjoying? I love to know. I, I really love to know what you're enjoying. And are there aspects that you aren't enjoying? Is there something you'd like to see different? They may then ask you, you know, what do you think? Or you may say, you know, I have really enjoyed this, this, and this about working with you and having you on the team. 
I did want to speak to you about this one area that I've been noticing there's been some challenges in. I've noticed that things aren't going as smoothly as they did in the beginning, or I kind of am picking up on that something might be off because I've noticed this, this, or this. Don't come in with accusations. Don't come in with assumptions. And soon as you say this to them, stop. You need to create an environment when you're having a courageous conversation for the other person to know that they are safe. Allow them to be safe. When someone is safe, they're going to be more apt to bring forward the truth of what's really going on. Most people are so afraid to tell the truth because their mind is on, I'm going to lose my job. And then what happens is they swallow what's really going on that's upsetting them. And it just keeps making this intense situation. Eventually, that tension is going to blow up. Eventually, they're either going to quit, they're going to get furious and tell you to go to hell. Maybe they're going to take advantage of and, you know, ruin some of the things in the business. Maybe they're going to badmouth you to people or you're going to get so angry that you're going to just fire them out of rage. That's not necessary. So one of the big keys here is to treat each and every person with respect. You know, Think about the day that you hired them. Think about all of the times that you've had great conversations with that person. Carry that with you to that courageous conversation. Go in there with the intent, with the intent that you want to create greater for that person and for yourself. All right, we are up to our last break of the show. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to get back and I'm going to wrap it up with just a few more tools that are so important to have those courageous conversations with your team. And I know that you can. So you're listening to Inspired Choices on the Inspired Choices Network. I'm Christine McIver, your host. I'll be right back. Many of us make choices in our lives based on our past experiences or what others believe. What would our lives be like if we made our choices based on what we desire for our futures? When you join Inspired Choices Radio Show with coach Christine McIver, you'll be provoked to look at what is true and what you know but may not choose that requires your attention. Christine does not hold back and brings all her expertise during each and every show. Are you ready to create the life and the living you truly desire? Listen for Inspired Choices Radio Show every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 7 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Mountain, and 5 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app, our free app offers live streaming shows, along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. 
This is the Inspired Choices Show with Coach Christine McIver. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to christine at inspiredchoices.ca. Now, back to the program. Welcome, welcome, welcome back. Thank you so much for joining tonight. And if you're someone out there that has some challenges with your team members and you would like some support in having those conversations or setting yourself up with more skills to be able to have those conversations and to be able to create a team that is supportive with each other and with you, please reach out. You can contact me, Christine, at inspiredchoices.ca. I love, love working with creating a cohesive team and really showing everyone where they can actually move forward. I've got lots of tools over the years that I've gathered, and it's uh, to me, it's a lot of fun to be able to do that and make things better for everyone involved. All right, so we were talking about having those courageous conversations with team members. Here's questions that I really want you to ask yourself before you actually go into those courageous conversations, right? Because so we laid out some of the things that you're going to say to these people, to your team members, right? Asking them if they're happy, asking them, you know, maybe is there any way that I can support you? Maybe you're talking about a challenge and, and they come forward with, well, you know, blah, 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 whatever their reasoning is. And, you know, really looking at is there is there something else that I can do you know getting prepared for what may be required going forward is important and ask yourself do I want to continue to have this person on my team do not keep someone on your team if you're miserable if you've had courageous conversations with them a number of times, don't do that to yourself or do that to them. Again, you might give them the greatest gift by telling them, you know what, we're not a match anymore. It doesn't necessarily mean the relationship has to implode, okay? But here are some questions I want you to ask yourself before you actually meet to have these conversations. First of all, ask yourself, am I willing to make things better for this team member? Am I willing to make things better for this team member? Am I willing to listen to their needs, to really listen to what they need? Am I willing? And finally, am I willing to have a clear agreement, a very clear agreement written out between us for the working relationship? Ideally, you'd like to have that before you hire them but perhaps it's something that you need to do after that you've hired them to make it really clear, to really support both you and them and the position that is required for the organization. Ask yourself some of those questions. When you ask yourself some of those questions, you're gonna to start to learn more about you. So maybe you ask yourself the question, am I willing to make things better for, for this team member? And you go, hell no, I'm not, I can't even stand them. Okay, that's your answer right there. You're, you're not willing, you're not certainly not ready to change things. If you have that much resentment built up, it might actually be kinder to allow them to move on to another position somewhere, all right? Think about that. Are you keeping this person on because you're desperate? Are you keeping this person on 
for some reason other than it's a contribution to both you and them and the organization. Think about why you're keeping somebody on the team, all right? I've had a number of people work for the company, the Inspired Choices Network, and when it was time for us to part ways, you know, I, I pride myself in being straight up and forthright with them. And I can tell you at least three out of four times the people will leave and they will leave and we will still be friends. We will still have a relationship beyond. I wish the best for my team members. And if it's time for them to grow, then I wish for them to be happy and grow. That, that would make me happy. I know that the team members are not going to stay with me forever because everything changes and grows. But while they're with me, I want to have those conversations. And I want to have those conversations from the space of supporting them. Because you know what? Most times what I've learned is that employers and leaders are not fully communicating what they want done and how they want it done. And especially if you're a solopreneur, and I've learned this over the years because a lot of the systems for my company I built, but I was doing them without thinking, you know, it was those habits that were really fast and easy for me. And I didn't realize that there was a lot of steps that I had missed in writing out the job. And so it's important that we are very, very clear and we listen to our team members. Having these courageous conversations are a way to grow your business and they're a way to actually grow you as well. When you have team members that can have these courageous conversations, it actually creates this synergy that reaches out to your customers and your clients. It comes through even if no one is hearing people talking about it, all right? When you're creating an organization and team members that are part of your organization and you're having those conversations to keep things clear and keep things running smoothly, it is only going to have a positive impact for you and your team going forward. So my friends, we are up to the end of the show. Thank you so much for being here. Um, next week, we're going to have a show called How to Have Clients Choose You Over the Competition. I hope that you will join. I hope that you enjoyed today's show. And if you have any comments or questions, send me an email, christine at inspiredchoices.ca. And until next week, remember, my friends, you can always make another choice. Bye for now. Thank you for choosing to listen to Inspired Choices Radio Show. Christine McIver will return next Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 7 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Mountain, and 5 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, be willing to choose what you really desire. This is your life, making the choices that bring you all that you desire.